0: Good morning. Welcome to all those that are joining us for Likutei Halachais. Yoridea Chelixheni. Hilchas Shiloh HaKan. Halachahei. Paragraph Chof Beis. We dedicate the learning today Le'iloy Nishmas Malka Chaya Bas Rabbi whose yard site is today, and Lichvoid Nishmas Roche Limeinu, whose yard site is today. She should be a story for all of us, all of Klal Yisrael. And Lilo Nishmas Fradel Harini Kaporas We also dedicate the learning for a complete refu Shalema for all those that need it, including Noya Nechoma Bas <laughs> Galia, Chaviva Chana Rochel Basgalia, Menachem Ben Rishabasha, Chaya Bracha Bas Perel, Eliyahu Ben Rochel, Shimon Eliezer Ben Rochel. Daniel Borach Ben Sora, Aviva Chaya Bas Estamindel, Fruma Bas Genessa, Bas Kela Bas Amalia Malka, Yisrael Meir Ben Carmela, Ruvein Mordechai Ben Chana, Boruch Mordechai Ben Tali, Avigail Brocha Bas Voira, David Leib Ben Shena Shloman Isa Ben Maslavram, David Ben Hana, Idis Miriam Brindel Michal Sora Bas Adasa, Gittgenendel bas Sipoira, Lebalea bas Sipoira, Tuv Yitzvi ben Chayaliza, Sororochel bas Yuspehendel, Avivillona bas Yuspehendel, Yehudas Ruchama bas Chavarus, Bet Salol Yichiel ben Tchiyachava, Yichiel Michal ben Chanarus, Yen Tesorah bas Chanarus, ben Vihia, Sheindel bas Lea, Yeshua ben Freindel Rechel, Eliana Golda baschan hafeiga, Ayelet Shoshana baschan aleya, Yisrael ben Hanaleya, Shlomo ben Rivkashprinca, Besorik Sha'ar Choyle Yisrael. At this point, Rav Nosan Zal introduces a, a, a new Pasuk, which he's going to connect to everything we've been learning so far. Paragraph of Beis, this is the wording of the Medrash Rabbah expounding on a pasuk in Parshas Vaigash, where the posuk says, <coughs> I believe it's Vaigash, Vayar Yaakov Kiesh Shever be Yaakov Avinu saw that there was a famine in the land of Eretz Israel, and there was food in Mitzrayim. Now the word Shever. Can be spelled as a shin or a sin, which can easily be replaced with a samach. So the medrash says, Shever zehorov. Kiesh Sever zehasoiva. Shever implies famine. Sever implies plentifulness. Kiesh Shever veyosev hurad mitzraimah, the medrash says. And Yosef Sadik. Was sent down to Mitzrayim, and that's why Mitzrayim had the blessing. Kiesh sever because the Yosef who has Yosef was the ruler, and he was able to save the land of Mitzrayim and save the world at the time from the famine. Kiesh kiesh sever va'avodum ve'inu yosem. Here the Medrash says again kiesh sever. There is, there, is, there is hope, there's plentifulness, that's the v'yosef ashalit. Kiesh shever, shever could also imply broken, brokenness, that's the v'avodum v'yinuyoissam. That's the slavery and the pain and suffering that the Egyptians imposed on the Jews. Kiesh sever v'achrechein yetzu Again, sever meaning hope and, and positiveness, that's the blessing that Hashem said, the promise Hashem made, that after all the suffering the Jews will leave Egypt with great wealth. <coughs> the Midrash continues there quoting a pasuk from Eoiv, aseres hashvotim, and the Medrish expounds and says this Posik refers to the ten tribes, the who were coming and going from Egypt, they made several trips to Egypt, and yet they didn't know that Yosef HaTzadok was still alive, and he was there in Egypt, and he was the ruler of Egypt, the economic ruler of Egypt. We see from this Medrash that the Medrash expounds on the word Shever, which could mean broken, as Sever, which means hope. Hainu inyan hanal. This ties in beautifully with what we were learning before, he hihiskarvus. That sometimes when a person feel is feeling rejection and dejection and distance from Hashem, that really is a bringing close to Hashem. That's really what will bring the person close to Hashem. And each and every single Jew who's represented by Yaakov Avinu in that medrash, each and every one of us, when we see Shever, we have to hope and believe that there's going to be Sever, that there's hope for Yeshua. And in the suffering, in the pressure, especially the the spiritual suffering that a person is going through, as each and every one of us feels this in our own soul, as each and every one of us feels this in our own soul, as each every one of us we have to be able to see and believe that, that from this place that we're at, feeling broken and everything, that there's hope for the redemption of our soul, lo to really return to Hashem to do a complete shuvah, as it says there, vayar Yaakov shehu isha Yisraeli kiesh shever b'Mitzrayim. Yaakov Avinu that there is shever in Mitzrayim. Mitzrayim is a yurida. Mitzrayim means going down, down, down to the lowest place of tumah. And the medrash says kiesh sever v'tikva b'Mitzrayim. Yaakov Avinu saw; he was able to look ahead and see that even though there would be suffering and struggle and difficulty in Mitzrayim, there's sever. There's hope that specifically in Egypt, which represents the full severity of exile, both for the entire Jewish people and the individual exile that each and every one of us goes through, because the Midrash tells us that all the different exiles that the Jewish people experienced are referred to as Mitzrayim. Mitzrayim means mitzar, constriction, imprisonment. Shom Daika Besoych Hashever Vahatzora Yesh Sever V'Tikva Gedoyla. There, specifically, in the brokenness, in the suffering, there is major, major hope. Kaniskar Leel as we quoted earlier in the Medrash, V'achreichen Yetsu Berchush that Hashem had promised them clearly that after this period of suffering, we would leave Egypt with glory, with tremendous wealth. And Rav Zal says the same thing is true regarding the exile, the longer exile that we're going through today. And the same thing applies to each and every individual Jew, not just as a nation hu shalom shalom All of this is hinted to in that pasuk, which speaks about the greeting, the welcome of Hashem to the one who is distant and the one who is close. Shaha hu ikra hiskarvus. That when an individual Jew or when the Jewish people are exper- experiencing Hisrahkus, it's a yerida, which we know is going to lead to an aliyah. It's a distance, feeling distant from Hashem that's going to lead to closeness to Hashem. Like pulling back on a slingshot. The further back you pull back on it, the further forward the, the thing is going to spring forward. Now Rav Nosan Salah goes into a very interesting item. On Hoshana, just a moment, a question. The word Shever is one of those words in Losh and Kodesh that has multiple meanings. The word Shever means breakage, broken. And the word Shever, with a sin, we say, <coughs> means hope. Hope. In the next few paragraphs, Rav Nassim Sal is going to go into something special, very special, that on Hishanah Rabbah night, we know there is a custom to recite the entire Tehillim, the entire Sefer Tehillim, because that's the Yishpiza of Dov HaMelech, who is the one who wrote Tehillim. And in most Tehillims, if you look in the back of the Sefer Tehillim, they have these special Yehi signs that we say, after each one of the five books of Tehillim, after reciting each one of the five books. And in that Yehi there's a paragraph of and then there's a short piece at the end of it where it makes reference to a special name of Hashem that took the Jews that was involved in helping the Jews get out of Mitzrayim. Rav Nossam now is gonna discuss this and add incredible clarity to that. Paragraph Chav (laughs) Gimel Hashem promised Yaakov Avinu You're going down to Egypt now I am going down to Egypt with you and I will come up from Egypt also with you um, on this foreign, and it's brought in the Zohar Kodesh. Shebozer Haposuk Kol Soid Golus Israel. That in this Pasuk is hinted to the, the entire secret of the Jewish people going into exile. The Hanefish. And when we speak about, when we talk about the Jewish people being in exile, the the main exile Is the spiritual exile that a Jewish soul goes through? All of the ups and downs that a Jew experiences. That's really what the term exile and redemption is most importantly about. It's all included in this posuk. This is the concept that Rabbi Nezal speaks about in chapter 22 in the Ran, that when a Jew goes down, or when the Jewish people go down, generally, it's in order to serve as a springboard for a major elevation. And when a person is going through that, the most important thing is encouragement. A person has to really find all kinds of ways to have encouragement, to be encouraged in the bitterness of the arida that the person is going through. Ad shenidme shekemat kemat chas where, where the person sometimes is so far down that it looks to them as if ot ot, they're finished. Soon they're gonna, it's going to be all over. Chas v'shoon. mishom yirachem olav Hashem The person has to believe 100% that from that very, very low place Hashem will have pity on them and help them and bring them close to Him, close to Himself. Hashem ameli, because as the pasuk says in Telem, Hashem will not forsake His nation. and, and as it says in the Shir Shalyom that we say on Wednesdays, Imomarti motoragli. If I said to myself that I see that my feet have gone off the right path, Still. Your kindness, Hashem, gives me support and helps me find my way back. there's a Pasik in Eicha where the Pasik says, Voimar that things got so terrible during the time of the destruction of the Beis of that the Navi says, I said to myself, All hope is lost. It's it's finished. And then he continues, Zois Libi, However, this is how I respond to those feelings in my heart. Al kain oichil, And therefore, I continue to pray. I continue to hope. Based on Chazdei Hashem kiloy somnu kiloy The kindness of Hashem is infinite, unending. Chadoshim Each and every single morning, Hashem renews his kindness and his love for us and we find this message in many p'sukim throughout the Torah. And especially throughout the words of our rabbis in the Medrash, in the Gemara, it's explained, that specifically when the Jewish people find themselves in the epitome of suffering and being pushed down, that's when there is hope. There is major hope for a major, major Yeshua. As the Medrash Rabbah expounds on this, <coughs> on, on the words the in that Hashem will take us out min from the Oret, specifically, from, from that low. And this also applies to each and every individual Jew all the time. Because Hashem turns the illness, the sickness, the problem into the cure. As the Gemara says, and all of this is hinted to in this pasuk that we quoted, This is the introduction, and now Rav Nosanzal goes into it more. to explain this more clearly. it's brought in Sifrei Kabbalah, that there is a secret name of Hashem that comes from this Pasuk, we know there's a Sefer Sharetzion which was put together by one of the Mekubalim that has beautiful Tfilois in it and it also has different Kabbalistic names of Hashem that are related to those Tfilois. And it's also included in the special Yehirot signs that we recite on the night of Hoshana Rabbah after completing each one of the five books of Tehillim. Our Rabbi is instituted, that we should plead with Hashem and pray to Hashem to be saved from all different types of suffering, with the power of the holy name of Hashem that comes from this posuk, Shehu. And if you look over there, they give you a short version of this name of Hashem, just the beginning of it, Aleph Mem Yud, Nun Sadik Aleph, etc., etc., Ayn Take a look in these places, in the Sharit take a look in back of your Tehillim, if it has it. The The way that this name of Hashem is found in that posuk is as follows. In that posuk there are 30 letters min onoichi from the word onoichi until the end, the, the last words, gam oloi. We divide those 30 letters into groups of ten, three groups of ten, and we make a column, a column across, one line of ten, then a second line under it of ten, and a third line under it of ten. The first three words have exactly ten letters. The chain mitzraimo the the next two words, Ad Hayud Sho V'onohi, until that yud of the word Vonoichi, Hemuroyis, is also ten letters. Viachah Hayud sho up up until the yud. Until the yud, not including the yud. Viachah, hayud show the Onoichi. The tevoy shelahrov alchogamoloi haimuroi sias. If you take that end yud, that at the end of the word of Anoichi, and the next three words afterwards, it's also ten letters. And we connect the one letter from each one of these three groupings. And that results in this special name of Hashem, meaning. We take letter one, letter eleven, and letter twenty-two, the first one in each one of the ten groupings. The heinu ho Alef shel anoichi, hamem shel mitsrayma, v'hayud shel ve anoichi hanal, v'yoytze hashem imi, and it produces a three-letter word Alef mem yud, which is a name of Hashem. V'cheinachakach. Then we go forward, we take letter number 2, letter number number 12, or or 11, just a second, letter number 11, and letter number 22. We take the Nun of Anoichi, the tzaddik of the word Mitzrayimah, and the Aleph of the word Alcha, and so on and so forth, and it forms three-letter words, these ten three-letter words, which make up this name of Hashem. Uh, in some of the Likud it, it, print it prints it clearly so you have Aleph Mem Yud Nun Sadik Aleph Chof Reish Ayin Yud Yud Lamed etc. etc. Vahmesim Leiv and a person who will study this carefully Yucha Lohoven Mizeh Remozim Nifloim Linyan Anal will be able to derive incredible hints from this regarding the topic that we've been speaking about for a person to always encourage themselves and always hope for a major salvation from Hashem, regardless of what the person is going through, because this pasuk has three sections the Pasek speaks about the Jewish people going down into exile, and it also speaks a little bit about the exile itself, and it speaks about our rise in coming out of Golus. These are the three sections. Hashem says, I will go down with you, that's that's speaking about going down into exile and we must realize and believe that even while we're on a downspin even while we're going down Hashem says I'm with you Bibchinas Onoichi Byatsmi Kaviochul E Radimchul. Hashem says clearly there, I myself and going down with you. Viacharkah, then we move on to the second section of the Pasuk, who Hakebik Hasheni hu mitzraimo v'anohi. We have the two words in Egypt and I, Hashem says, Ad Hayud up to the Yud. Laramis, Al Hagolus Biatzma. That's alluding to the actual exile while we are in Egypt. Shehi as shekoil And we said before the term Mitzrayim is representative of all the different exiles that the Jewish nation would go through, and that each and every one of us goes through. besoy takev maschil aliyah. And as soon as we enter into the exile, which is the erida. Already the Aliyah is beginning. And that's why it says immediately, and I will rise up with you. Nimsa Rabnasan Zal now clarifies. She The first Onohi in that pasuk, is alluding to us to Hashem coming down with us into exile. V'anoychi ha'sheni al o The second, the V'anoychi in the Pesach, that second V'anoychi is alluding to coming up, going out of golos. Ach ha'golos v'hayrida. However, while we are in exile, while we're on down there, Kishemashil smichas keren yeshua. When the solution, the salvation, is starting to to begin, which is coming from that second anoichi, which is referring to getting out of Golis, that second anoichi is referring to coming out of exile. That's when the Etsahora fights hardest. As is known generally when two people are fighting with each other, when one of them sees that the other one is winning, then very often the one who seems to be losing will strengthen himself and put all of his effort into turning things around as we've discussed this many times. And this explains the pain and suffering, the major difficulty and bitterness of the exile that we are going through now. <laughs> because we are now in that time period, that time frame of the footsteps of Moshiach. And Hashem is looking and anxious every single day to speed up our geula. beyoser befrat and that's why the Sahara is fighting so hard against the entire Jewish nation and against each and every individual Jew, as is known. Hashem And this is what's hinted to in the name of Hashem that's found in this pasuk. This pasuk is hinting to all of the different exiles, all of the different downers that the, the Jewish people and, and the redemptions of, for the entire Jewish nation and each and every individual Jew, kiachelik hasheni hu because part two of that pasuk. There are three parts in that pasuk. Part two we said includes the words up until that yud of anoichi, because that second is already what's giving us hope for salvation that second is referring to getting out of Egypt coming up however the moment that that process begins where we're in Golos and the salvation is starting to happen. Shannimshah, Va Onihi, Hashei, which is coming from that second Vonoihi, Azai, Hasitra, Achra, Vabaldovar, Ms Gabrin, Lahal Gamzois. Then that's when the forces of evil do everything in their power to hide it from us, to hide the Yeshua, to hide Hashem, to hide the, the hope. And they're trying to schlep to drag that also down into the Gollus. Golus As as the all the sforums speak about the shekina itself being in exile. And that's why those middle letters, the middle letters, the middle category of the three groupings there. Has the words "Mitzrayim" ve'anoich up until that year of anoichi? Kigolus Mitzrayim asheni, because the Egyptian exile, the negative forces, which represents all the different exiles, are trying to fight against and to overpower the second ve'anoichi lehalim hatzmicha's keren Yeshua. To hide from us the beginnings, the sproutings of our salvation, shenim shach mishom, which comes from that second vaanochim, <speaking in Hebrew> and because of the fact that these negative forces are trying so hard, ad <speaking in Hebrew> to the point where they hide everything, we don't see any ray of light. They block us from being able to see any beginnings of any Yeshua. FS It puts us in a situation where it seems almost completely hopeless. Lule Hashem is Were it not for Hashem helping us, is Pashtun, the Yoisir Lakdusha, when these negative forces spread themselves as much as they can against the holiness, Lahalim Legamri, and they're trying to hide the light of Hashem completely from us. as the Pasak says in Tehillim chapter 37, Omavakish The Russia is looking at the Tsadik and he wants to murder him. Azai Hashem that's when the Torah promises Hashem will not allow him to succeed. And as Rabbi Nezal expounds on this in chapter 208 in Likudimran, Emran, Al-Posuk Zeh, Ayin Shom HaShukosav, Shasit Rakhra Vahacholkim Roitzem L'Hispashet lechasoi Satsadik L'Gamri. There, Rabbi Nezal explains, <coughs> That the sitrahren of the the opposing forces want to try to spread and cover up the tzaddik completely. Again, said people shouldn't see the tzaddik at all. People shouldn't be able to reach out to the tzaddik to help them. And these forces of evil try to cover the tzaddik to smother him in a sense, to the point where he can't breathe. However, Hashem will not leave the tzaddik in the hands and under the control of the Rasha. Now Rav Zal explains an interesting concept. It's sort of strange here that we said the middle section of that Pesach is the word mitzraima and the word V'anaychi, but not the whole word. Just the Vav, Aleph, Nun, Chav of Anoichi. That Yud at the end of Anoichi, that Yud at the end of Section 2 belongs to Section 3. HaYud that, that Yud at the end of the word V'Anoichi is attached to the words that follow it. It's part of the 10 letters of That when the Sitrachra is spreading itself over that second onoichi, and they're trying to hide the salvation that's going to come from there, so that the Jewish people will remain permanently in exile, However, Hashem will not leave us in their hands, in the hands of the Sitrachra. Because the Pesach says, by Yaakov Avinu and Esav Arusha, that even though Esav was coming, seemed to be coming out first from his mother's womb, so that he can be on top, Yaakov Avinu is holding on to his holding on to the heel of his foot, of Esav's foot, not holding him back. And Rashi points out there, oh, pirush Rashi, mm-hmm. at that Esav will not succeed in completing the establishment of his kingdom when Yaakov Avinu will come along and take it away from him. Ki Hayud Shel Yaakov, Because the yud of the word Yaakov, which connects with that final yud of that second Anoichi, when the Sitrachra wants to strengthen itself and spread itself over that and squash it, like we said before, to hide everything, azai Zois Hayud u that yud at the end of anechi joins forces with the a that the, the words that imply being taken out of golas and that's what turns this whole major yurida into a major aliyah Rav Nosson Zal says, "Understand this very well. This is extremely important. Because even though we explained that in order to generate this name of Hashem, we divide the pasuk into three pieces: shehem hayerida l'toychagolus, v'hagolus piatzma'i v'aliyam hagolos which are the three phases." going down into exile, the time that we spend in exile, and the coming out of exile. Really, it's all included in two categories. Because as soon as we fall down into that exile, the salvation getting us out of there begins right from that, right from then. Ki miyad aliyah, The aliyah begins immediately. Just like if you drop a ball, you drop something on the ground, or you jump down on a diving board, the moment that hits the bottom, instantly afterwards, it starts coming back up. Shezeo b'chinas pegimas This is also tied into the Kabbalistic concept of filling in what's lacking in the moon. As soon as the moon becomes as small as possible, where we almost don't see it at all, it immediately starts filling out again. This hints to the concept of the redemption beginning when while we're in the thick of the exile, and as the pasuk says at the end of Chumash Dvarim, you're going to see that it's hopeless. It looks like there's no nothing you can possibly do. look clearly now. Ki ani, ani, who? I, I am the one, Hashem says. I'm the one who sent you down to Golas and I'm the one who's going to get you out of there. echod. And the, in the real truth, it's all really one. Ki Because when the person is going down, that is aliyah. The going down is the epitome of coming up. Again, pulling back on a bow arrow. When I'm pulling back on that string, the more energy, all that energy that's being expended in pulling back on that string, is all really what's going to drive. That's the rocket fuel that's going to drive that rocket forward, that arrow forward. Achikar Hagolus, Hugolus Hadas. So, that, based on this, so then what's the suffering all about? What is the suffering really all about? It's the golus Hadas. She, that, that we don't know this, we, we're not aware of this while we're suffering. The Eight Sahara, the forces of evil, are trying to hide and block us from the, the true Das. And to get us into a frame of mind where we feel that there's no hope at all. As, as it says in Tehillim, chapter 42, when, when, when they're killing me, when my enemies are killing me, and they're insulting me, when they say to me, All day, Where's your Hashem? Where's your Hashem? And so too we find a similar concept in many p'sukim. To the point where the Sitra achra wants to try to hide and cover up and block that second V'anoychi in the Pasuk. Which Which is the beginning of our salvation. However, when the Sitrachra wants to try to cover it up completely, then Hashem lo Then Hashem steps in and Hashem will not allow it to happen. Hashem will not leave us in, in the Yad of the Sitrachra. Ki hayud because that yud at the end of the word rises up and connects to the words that follow it, And this whole process results in a major aliyah. Because the truth is, it's the opposite of what it seemed to be. Because Hashem is with us all the time while we're going down, during the time that we spend down there in exile, and when we're coming up. As we see clearly in this passage, I will go down with you, and again, imoch mitzrayim, I'll be with you when you're in Egypt, and then vanoichi olcha gamoloi, I'll come out with you. Ukamayshikasuf iti melevana in kala, iti melevana in tavoil. This pasuk in Shir which implies the same thing. Va'ayin pirush Rashi shem, take a look at Rashi over there. Shapirish, mashaloy ksev iti lilevana in tavoil. The reason why it doesn't say you will go to Levonayim. in very refers to the base HaMikdosh, Eretz Yisrael. Why does it say, Mi, Levonayim, from Levonayim, you will come? Loimar is to tell us, Mishas shas, Atshas At shas, From the time that you're starting to exit from Mitzrayim, from your Yerida, until the time that you arrive in Eretz Yisroel, Ani, imochem, bechol asher teitzu, I am with you in all your travels. That's the et mi levonuin. Not that from, from when you're starting this ascent towards levonain, I'm with you. Then understand this very, very well. Sal now puts the cherry on top. And if you look even more carefully, the Eflois, you'll see something incredible. Because that Yud at the end of the word Ve'anoichi in that pasuk, that second Onoichi, which combines with the words El Chagamoloi, it's from those ten letters that we have the, the main rise, because the, again the Shekhinah stood by us and our forefathers during our exiles it does not allow the Sitrachra to spread itself and smother the Shekhinah also That final yud of the second vanoichi combines with the first letters of that name. Remember we said you take the letter number 1, letter number 11, and letter number 22. That yud is letter number 22. Which is Aleph Mem Yud, as we saw in the diagram. Shehu Ho'alif Shel Anoichi Yorishoin V'hamem Shel Mitzrayim V'hayur Hazois And so we conclude therefore Shegam Bahashcholas Hayerida Letoich HaGolos What this is telling us is that even when we're first starting our downspin, when we're starting to go down into the Golos Shehi Bechinas Anoichi Eredimach, which is that those first three words in the Pasuk and from the beginning of that first exile, and from the beginning of the actual exile, Shehi which is implied in that letter mem, the opening letter of Mitzrayim when we actually arrived in Mitzrayim and now we're spending the years there, Shehi that's the beginning of the actual exile. Take hayud. Immediately that yud of the second Vonohi joins them. Shehi <laughs> yud That's where our hope comes from, and that's where our elevation comes from. Yud. And this generates the first one of the ten names that come from that Pasuk of Hashem. Call <coughs> all of this is to inform us, is sent to teach us Shegam that even all the way in the beginning when we're first going down to Golus, and then phase two, when the Golus actually begins, taketh Omdolonu Hayud. That last yud is right there with us. That the salvation is starting right away. Shanishom ho aliyah. That's what's gonna, where the aliyah is going to come from. biatsma bahaschola sayurida biatsma. And it's that final yud of the ve'aneihi <speaking in Hebrew> at the end that stood by us and with us throughout the time in the exile to protect us and save us. Shaloi Nishtaka, hashem chasushon that we shouldn't remain in the exile, because the Torah tells us very often, Hashem, in the beginning, shows us the end. He connects the end to the beginning. And as the Medrash points out, regarding the Pesach, which says, and it was at that time, right after they sold Yosef into slavery, Yehuda had a Yerida. The, what, came, what happened there? Yehuda went down to a certain place, and that's where he met a friend, <coughs> And, and, th- and then, and that's resulted in him marrying, his, marrying Tamar, Yehuda married Tamar, from which Peretz comes from, from which Moshiach comes from. That Vayered Yehuda is all opening, that whole parsha, leading to Yehuda having relations with Tamar and, and, and Moshiach, the, the beginning of the birth of Moshiach. Ayin Shon, take a look over there. Hainu kanal, this fits beautifully what we just learned here, v'hovein, and understand this. I'd like to add one small point. If you recall in the story there of the brothers selling Yosef HaTzadik into slavery, the Pesach tells us that the merchants were carrying beautifully smelling things, things that smell beautifully. And Rashi and the Gemara point out, why does the Pesach tell us that? And and the the Rashi tells us because those merchants were known usually to deal with oil, kerosene, things like that, that had a terrible stench. And even though this was the beginning of a major Yerida, Yosef HaTzadik was being torn away from his family, from his father, being sent down to Egypt, to Potiphar, everything would go through, Hashem sent out a signal he gave a remez right up front that, that this is not all bad. Take a look, there's a, an aspect of good here that these merchants who usually are never carrying sweet-smelling spices, le'koved Yosef HaTzadik, they're going to have these sweet-smelling spices, showing a, a hint already up front that this is not the end. This is a Yerida that's going to lead to an incredible aliyah. We know interestingly that Moshiach is known as Moirach Vadoim, that Moshiach's power is going to be to smell the truth. He's Ruach HaPenu Moshiach Hashem. So, right up front in the beginning of the beginning of the exile, which is Yosef Hatzadek going down there, already there's a hint to the besomen, these sweet smelling spices, that this is all about a major aliyah. This is all about the final goal of Klaus Yisrael, which we are anxiously awaiting. Any questions, please? Question in the chat. When Rabbi Nelson wrote these words, it wasn't yet known how widespread atheism and assimilation would be in the future and how many Jews would be lost? The answer is it was known to Rab Zal for sure. Zal spoke about this clearly. We have this in Sikhoi Saran and Chaimaran. Ramez Zal made it very clear that there's going to be a mobble, a, a tsunami, a flood of apicursis. Can we now can we say now that every Golis contains the ge'ula? If this ge'ula is so partial, so to say, the answer is not at all. Definitely, this you know, definitely every single golus contains the ge'ula. Every single golus has signs from the beginning that there's going to be a gula that it's a yerida tahle most definitely. Any other questions? Really. Yes. So we should uh, get strength in this to know that whenever we have any kind of uh, agalas, any kind of uh, tragedy in Amisrael, that the Kudosh Baruch Hu is with us, that the Shreemah is not going to be damaged, that we're certainly going to come out, right? Yes. So today, with what's going on, I hear kind of two messages. One message is, we need to strengthen ourselves, we need to say to all the time, we need to do more mitzvahs, we need to do, we need to do, and the other message is, what we're doing is good because we need to, and we need to keep going. In other words, if Hashem is with us now, what do we need to change? We need to, we need to have more Emunah that I who is with us and we're in the process of Geulah. So do I need to strengthen myself, do I need to do more, or do I need to just have Emunah that this is the process? The answer is, it's both. It's both. In order for me to, to, to be able to do anything, <clears throat> I have to believe that this is not the end. That this is not the end; that there is hope, and Hashem has promised, just like He promised by Mitzrayim. <coughs> regarding that the is that we are in today, there are many promises in the Navi that the Jewish people are, are there's going to be a glory, a major, major glory. The whole world will come to the whole world is going to recognize the supremacy of Hashem and the tzaddikim, and the Jewish people. That's number one. And, and in order to help make that happen, each and every one of us has to make our contribution. And the, all these foreign, the, the whole Torah tells us, tshuva Chuva, uvol in goyel. Here again, it's a promise that a goyel, the redeemer, is going to come. U fe However, it goes together with tshuva. According to our tshuva, that's going to determine how quickly he comes. That's going to determine how painlessly he comes. We find throughout the Gemara and all the different sources that the the final redemption can come with with birth pains, the pains that a woman goes through in childbirth, you know, severe, severe pain, or it could come with sweetness. Our tshuva, our extra effort now, our trying to do everything we can to improve... Can 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 speed up the process and can make it less painful. Baruch Hashem. Rabbi, yes. I'd like to ask: how um, Avinu understands the fact that Avram Avinu was a nothing and a Ruach kodesh, and Hagar, like he knew his her children. Look what they did on October seventh. He knew this. I'm trying to understand how Avram Ravinu knew like he saw, how do I look at this? because I, I don't I really don't understand this shemal, you, you're right this and many other things are above our understanding we cannot understand how this is and we see this throughout Rabbeinu Zalasfarim reminding us that there are things that we don't understand and cannot understand why in the world would Hashem do this if He loves us? why not, you know but we we know on a certain general level there has to be bechira the whole foundation of the creation of all the worlds is bechira free choice in order for there to be choice there has to be good and evil but in terms of really understanding all of we, we don't understand we believe that hashem lahagid we're going to say friday night lahagid ki hashem tsuri hashem is perfect hashem is Infallible. There are no mistakes by Hashem. There's nothing wrong by Hashem. There'll come a time when we'll understand why it had to be this way. We we've had in the past a place in the Kute where Ab discusses that there are certain times, <coughs> specific times, where a major Kiddush Hashem has to take place. <coughs> Just like the Izrael Kaddish said that in the year sixth, the Zohar hints us that in the year 1648. That's an incredible opportunity for Mashiach to come. And Ram Nelson Zal explains if we would have been ready, the Kiddush Hashem would have come through sweetness, through Mashiach's coming. Because we weren't ready, the Kiddush Hashem still had to take place. It took place by Jews being murdered, massacred, and murdered. in at, Towards the end of Likut HaLochas, in the Hilchas, something, Halacha Gimel, there's a major, major halacha. If you want to go on our website, you have it. It's one of the most incredible halachas, where Rav Nosson speaks about the fast of Chav Sivan, which was established by the rabbis to commemorate the pogroms of Tachvatat of 1648-1649, and there, Rav Nosson really goes into this in depth and at length, showing us that that this is this is part of the explanation of what took place and what's taking place. Halavai, halavai. The, the Kiddush Hashem should come with sweetness, with people learning Torah and doing mitzvahs and meis and them. Baruch Hashem. Man, thank you rev Sure, all the best.